0: Hey guys, before we start the show, we have a quick announcement. We wanted to celebrate the launch of our new season with a super special giveaway. It's special because it's a giveaway that gives back. So head over to our Instagram to find out how you can win, all while supporting amazing causes. Just search for Sincerely Human to find us.
1: Let's do this one together. One, two, three. Oh, what a beautiful morning. A beautiful day I got a beautiful Everything's going my way. all the, sounds of the earth are like music.
0: do you ever listen to a song and it reminded you of something maybe it was the song that played at your prom and it reminded you of the first time you fell in love Or maybe it's your sad song. The one you used to play over and over when you got your heart broken. The one that takes you back. The thing is, there's something about songs, about music. And it's not just the lyrics or the melody, but it's the way a song transcends time. And no matter where you are in life or who you're with, a song could, years and years later, make you come alive. Oh,
2: what a beautiful morning,
1: oh, what a beautiful day, I got a beautiful feeling, everything's going my way, my way, my way. oh, what a beautiful day, you can harmonize it.
0: Alright, I love it. This is the story of Jackie Vanderbeck, theater actress, writer, and the compassionate artist behind Sing for Your Seniors. This is Camille,
2: and this is Maverick, and this is Sincerely Human, a show about humans you should know,
0: and their stories of doing good in the modern age. People from everywhere travel to New York City to see and get a taste of the world. Others leave their hometown to chase a dream. People just like Jackie Vanderbeck. Jackie wanted to be in the nexus of musical theater, Broadway, as most people know it.
3: Being an artist in New York, um, you're auditioning a lot. You're auditioning daily, maybe more than once a day. So the only time that you're really getting to do what you love, what you're passionate about, you know, telling stories and singing is at an audition, which is, you know, you in a room with three people maybe who are evaluating whether or not they can use you in their show. You're there to try to get a job. You're there to try to get something. And the longer that I was doing that, I started to feel disconnected from my work as an artist.
0: That feeling of disconnect for Jackie was not momentary.
3: You do a showcase and you get an agent and you start auditioning and you start sort of living that New York life where you're hustling and working to pay your rent and you're auditioning. You know, the city is pulsing, the city is fast. And it was during that process, though, that I struggled to connect to my new home.
2: For starters, Jackie was a transplant. She was originally from Sacramento, California and had been doing theater since she was eight.
3: When I went into doing it professionally was on a production of Annie at the Sacramento Music Circus, which was the big professional theater company in town. And that kind of opened my world into wanting to do this as a career.
2: So after high school, Jackie went on to study musical theater at the Cincinnati College Conservatory of Music, one of the top schools in the country for performing and media arts. As soon as she finished college, she packed up everything and moved to Astoria in Queens, New York, a neighborhood that some refer to as Actoria because of the many actors and actresses, aspiring and now famous, who used to live there.
3: And um, as a sort of you know, building my new life, I'm feeling this definite void. I'm feeling there's some missing pieces here.
2: Those missing pieces were the loved ones she had left back home. They're not the young go-getters she was surrounded with from one addition to the next. They were Jackie's grandparents.
3: I grew up really close with my grandparents. One set of grandparents lived next door to me during my teen years, and I was also very close with my great-grandmother, so I was so lucky to have so many generations around me growing up. And
0: so that sense of belongingness, that warmth she was so used to, had disappeared in the grind of making it in a new city.
3: When I was sort of trying to problem solve for myself and wanting to connect more to the community around me and missing the older generations and also feeling disconnected from my work as an artist, I kind of came to the conclusion that I needed to just find somewhere to volunteer and sort of get in the community more.
0: And so Jackie looked up volunteer opportunities online, but she didn't really feel that they were the right fit.
3: The ones that I found kind of required long-term commitments. And when you are in the theater world, it's really hard to say what you're going to be doing the next four weeks. Because at any moment, you could book a job and be on a plane to anywhere, you know.
0: Jackie went on to emailing a few senior centers.
3: I heard back from this center in the West Village. Um, called the Village Adult Day Center, and they said, come on down. And so I went down there and kind of explained that I wanted to volunteer and that, you know, I was a performer and that maybe I could sing. And they were just like, oh, my gosh, that would be amazing. And they brought me into the kind of cafeteria area, and they just said, do you want to sing something now? And I was like, oh, uh, okay. And so she
0: sang a few songs.
3: And the response was so lovely, and so I just made a commitment to them to come down there once a week and just sit and sing with the people there.
2: After a couple of months, Jackie started to run out of songs to sing herself, and so she got a little help.
3: So I started asking some friends to come with me. Hey, what are you doing on Tuesday? You want to come with me? I'm just going to go down and sing some songs. Yeah, sure. So we would sing. And then at the time, my roommate was a pianist on Broadway in the musical Chicago. And he had Monday off. So I asked him to come because they had a piano. And he came and we sang, me and two of my friends, with him playing. And that was so awesome. It was just like, oh my gosh, that just elevated the experience.
2: That experience was in stark contrast with what the elderly, especially those in hospitals and senior centers, go through almost every day.
3: They needed to feel connected to somebody. They needed to be touched on the arm, to have somebody touch them that's not there to draw their blood or take their blood pressure you know like just to reach out from human to human and and just connect from
0: jackie singing solo sing for your seniors is now a nonprofit with 150 volunteer singers They now have 20 pianists that bring live performances to hospitals, care facilities, and living centers in New York, New Jersey, and other parts of the country.
1: Yes, yes, I've always loved Broadway music.
0: That's Ross.
1: It's wonderful, it's one of the highlights of the center.
0: Ross has been going to the SAGE Center since 2012. SAGE is the country's largest and oldest organization dedicated to improving the lives of aging LGBT adults. And then a
1: very large number of those who come know Broadway. They know the songs. And I can hear them behind me saying, oh, that's from Hello, Dolly, or oh, that's from Paint Your Wagon, or whatever. They really know the songs. A lot of them are real students of Broadway.
0: Another regular, Linda, is a fan of the arts.
3: Well, I think it you know I bring, it brings joy to a lot of people, and also I think that a lot of people that come here to do this, you know, they don't get a chance or the opportunity to go to theater much, and they you know they don't have that kind of money, um, and they would never be able to do that, you know.
2: Seniors like Linda, Ross, and his partner—they all used to enjoy singing, dancing, and doing other activities that brought them life before society forgot them.
1: We don't know everybody's situation. Some people may be really isolated at home.
2: That's Steve Wilkinson, director of Sage Centers.
1: This may be the one thing their month that they're really, you know, looking forward to coming for. Um, Other people may be very connected in their lives and it's just great to relive those memories of shows they went to in the past or, you know, things they used to do.
2: And that's the idea. To give elders a chance to experience something different, but at the same time, something gravely familiar.
3: You know, we go out into the audience.
2: That's Jackie again.
3: We will touch your shoulder. If you reach out to us, we'll grab your hand. We'll clap with you. Sometimes they'll get up and dance and we'll dance with you. Like we're here to interact, not just to perform at you.
2: That's why Jackie wanted to call it sessions, not shows, not performances. Each session is a time for the artists to take just an hour of their day during a month where they're not swamped with additions or shows to bring joy to the people who may be deprived of it.
3: You know, oftentimes many of the audiences that we serve would never have the opportunity to go and see a Broadway show. And so it's so special when those artists come and give the essence of their show. Um, It means a lot to them. It really shows them that they're important.
2: Artists who come to the sessions, in truth, get more out of it than those they sing to.
1: I did not know what to expect. I knew I was going to go sing.
2: That's Freddie Kimmel,
0: one of the actors who's been with Sing For Your Seniors for about half a decade.
1: But it was exhilarating. I remember it was very, you know, just like this. Like, there's a piano and there's lunch chairs and tables, and it's kind of not a setting you would think to set up a Broadway-style concert with Broadway-caliber singers, but we just plopped down and did our thing they were totally transformed, transported from that lunch cafeteria they were sitting in. Right, so there's people in wheelchairs, some people are catatonic and non-responsive, and you know, people are obviously they're struggling, they're in a hard place in life, and you saw that lift from everybody in the cafeteria. You saw that change, boom, music went to a deeper spot than any words or any caregiving was going. And I was just really, I remember feeling so good walking out of that session. Probably the best I had felt in like two years.
0: But Jackie says each session is a unique experience, and it usually depends on where they are. For example, they do sessions at the Actor's Home, an assisted living facility in New Jersey where entertainers and performers live out their golden years.
3: The first session is in the dementia unit and we really go back to our roots and we create a circle. And we only perform for 30 minutes there so as not to overstimulate. But there's where we bring our classic songs, our golden era songs. And it's incredible to watch because many of these people don't know their name anymore. They're very shut down.
0: They're very shut down. Some of them don't speak anymore. And often their heads are down and they've been alone in their minds for a very long time.
3: There's despair there. You know, we're there to really cultivate hope. We're there to tell stories, get lost in our stories. And if you're lucky, you will have lulled somebody off to sleep. Sleep that they've probably not had.
0: Music is a tool to connect. And for all of Jackie's life, music was a gift.
3: Music was such a big part of our household, um, because my sister was blind and developmentally delayed, and music was such a source for her of connecting to the world.
2: Jamie, that's the name of Jackie's older sister. They were two years apart.
3: Jamie went to the California School for the Blind, but before that, she was in you know programs that were local, and... Um, I think though, as a young child, you kind of see, oh, Jamie's going to this program, I'm going to this program, and you see the different worlds that are kind of divided. And such a common denominator between so many different worlds that we all live in in the society is music. Jamie's experience with music is similar to my experience with music. I feel emotions based on the music, so does Jamie.
2: Jamie passed away in 2010, but she didn't leave the world without fueling Jackie's passion for music, both as art and as a means to pursue her purpose. That's Andrea Dotto. She made her Broadway debut in the Tony Award-winning musical Bandstand. Andrea doesn't really remember a time when she wasn't immersed in some sort of performing art.
4: I was born and I went to dance class and
0: I sang in church. It was like one led to the other. Andrea felt that belonging to a group like Sing for Your Seniors was just a natural fit.
4: Well, when I was growing up, my mom and I would go to nursing homes and sing around the holidays or I would, you know, work on songs that I that I loved from different musicals, and it always was an outlet for me growing up. So when I moved here...
0: When Andrea moved to New York in 2012, she wanted to find a familiar place, one where she wasn't competing with a friend or a total stranger. She wanted to find a room, just a tiny room that's filled with gentleness and acceptance. Um,
4: And a friend of a friend was like, you need to know Jackie. This is what she does, and sing for your seniors, and you have to get involved.
0: And so Andrea got involved with the organization.
4: I used to sing Stupid Cupid, the Connie Francis song, at these um, events, and it was such a hit because they would sing along. That, to me, because that never happens in a show, rarely, and it never happens in an audition. And just to remind myself that it's music that I'm singing, it's not some vehicle for me to get ahead, it's music, it's song and to connect with strangers over something that they learned this song for a totally different reason than I learned this song, but now we both know it and we both love it, and it's like communion.
0: It's communion, and it reminds us that there's more things we can find in common, ones that can help us connect or reconnect with others.
4: I think about Jackie often when I come to a Sing For Your Seniors there was something so open and inviting and um, warm. And in this city, sometimes warm and inviting <laughs> aren't really welcomed because um, we have to be guarded and, and we have to climb to get ahead. And Jackie is moving ahead and moving so many of us ahead without that kind of aggressive energy. And that's so inspiring to me.
0: To date, Sing for Your Seniors has given over 800 performances, and the nonprofit has brought cast members from shows like Wicked, Cats, Les Miserables, and many more. These artists sing for the aged who can no longer go to a theater for physical or financial reasons. Amongst hundreds of people whose lives Jackie has touched, there's a few of them she'll never forget. Four lovely souls from the Village Center a senior home that had already closed its doors.
3: I wanted to say that um, Edna, Joel, Carmen, and Nora are four people from that center that... um, (laughs) that were important to um, who we are today, I think.
2: If you want to know more about Sing for Your Seniors, you can check out their website, singforyourseniors.org. They're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode. If our podcast resonates with you or has inspired you in some way, please rate our podcast and leave us a review on iTunes.
2: We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just look for Sincerely Human and join our growing community. We love you guys so much, and remember be good to one another.